Welcome to the With the Will podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a little bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Aren with the Will. I'm AR Paul for Digimon System Restore. And DevQ has vanished into the ether. I thought you were just going to leave that for uncomfortable silence for a second there. No, I, I, we'll, we'll do that by accident later, I think. I'm sure we will. I, I feel bad if Dev wasn't able to make it, because I know earlier she was like going over the interview with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah, the interview is... Interesting. She might have more to say than I do. There, there's a couple of yeah. interesting things in here, but it was a pretty standard interview. But let's get to the yeah. episode how, first, I well, suppose. How, how was your week first? Week was fine. Kids getting ready for school next week, so there's been a lot of communication going on. Yeah. I've been melting. Hmm. Yeah, it's been, temperature's been up and down up here. Like, it, some days have been very nice, and some days have been sweltering. It's most sort of a- alternating. Most days here recently have been roughly 100 plus, plus extremely high humidity. You're it- at the south of the fires, at least, aren't you? Yes. N- no, no posting photos outside my window this time of the entire city on fire. You got that going for you, then. Yes. So, we will see. It is. It has been disgustingly hot, though. The type where you don't even really get rest while sleeping. Oh, we've had that too. That was Ugh. the Saturday night. Yeah. yeah not. Not. It doesn't. Fun. It doesn't help that our bedroom is not air conditioned. Ugh. We just have a ceiling yeah. fan. Yeah. So we have some adventure to talk about. First up, episode eleven ranked in the top ten again. Cool. And it tied with perennial top ten favorite Curious George. People. <laughs> One of those things that people are reminded what shows people actually watch. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's one of those things where people are like, well, how does it rank compared to anime show X that I watch? It's like, none of those shows ever are there, ever. Right. Nearly any anime show, most people stream on Crunchyroll, stuff like... I mean, you do get uh, One Piece. Yeah, Outside One Piece of, will be up there, but it's like, a number one's always going to be like Saze-san or something. Yeah, it's almost always Saze-san, Detective Conan, and Chibi Maruko-chan are almost always um, the top three. Detective Conan is the other one. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I knew Saze-san and Maruko-chan. But. Yeah. There aren't bouncing like there used to be a long time ago. It's basically roughly five or six of the same shows, and then some stuff will pop in. But getting is in Duraimon, there at all is... is Doraemon still on the air? Yep. Okay. And it, it, it is one of the shows that's always there. there. That would be a great family feud question for a, for a convention. Miss and the it la- top it, ten anime shows in any given week, and watch everyone just and stumble. It, la- it lasted like what thirty five episodes in the U.S. I think something like that. I yeah. just remember that. I, I just remember Brian Beacock being in it. Yeah, and then we have episode twelve, which there's a, it, it's weird this one because it absolutely does not do anything new at all. It just does everything so well. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, this one sort of be- ended up getting my another A from me just because it's so damn pretty. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is literally just like mashing together some of the most obvious things you can like. Terminator is obvious. The ending with 
the Ghibli stuff's obvious. It just does everything really well and makes fun to watch. As a side, it's just a textbook Mimi episode. Yeah. Like, this is this is almost like the quintessential, if you want to know who Mimi is as a character, just point to this episode and go, this is why Mimi is best girl, and you're done. Like, you don't have to progress through the... the her giant, her entire arc in the original series. You can just show them this episode and go, okay, this is why we love Mimi. And we get the nice start where it just starts from where the last episode left off with Mimi and Palmon falling. Yeah. It, it gets it gets us into the start pretty quickly. That's not, the, that's not the first time they've done that. Just go. No, but it, it felt. It felt last time, let's just go straight into it. Yeah. Because most of the cliffhangers they've done, they've skipped ahead a little bit. The interesting thing with this one, though, is, and everyone was kind of wondering who was going to voice Andromon. We got a big surprise when it was Volcano Oda. Always good to see him show up. Yeah, really. And this time, his his vocabulary is very limited in this episode, but it's always fun to hear him. Yes. But what was especially nice was, was we were able to go, oh, we know what character he's playing this time, rather than it being, (laughs) you know, boat captain in the background. Not a lot to choose from in this one. No. Um, Gardramon was used really well in this one. Like, I have, I have more memories of Gardramon in this than I do of from Tamers, to be honest. Hey, hey, remember last week when I said Gardramon isn't all that much of a fan favorite? Well, he is now. Yes. Because he got smashed a bunch. Yeah. Everyone loves Gardramon now. Yeah. And isn't it sad that it's from one episode rather than when he was actually a main recurring character? Which is sad because I don't rem- I don't exactly remember how uh, Gardramon was handled in the Japanese version of Tamers, but in the dub he was hilarious. I, I absolutely loved Gardramon. I literally in have Tamers, almost I have not. <laughs> I have almost no memory of him. In like I know he's in Tamers. I know he's imp- he has a role in it. He's important. He's a partner. I don't remember, like, anything he does in it. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's great. But, but he's not, but it's not, like, your classic memorable role. He's sort of on par with someone like Lalamon, as far as, you know, if you really get down to specifics, you're going to go, oh, yeah, there was that time when they said that, and it was really funny. But it's not a particularly distinctive role, as opposed to this, where in one episode... He just yes. owns it and just partners so well with Mimi. And Gardramon was such a good choice in this. Like, well, he, he a, pairs he, well he with Andromon. He pairs really well with Andromon, and just the way he's only able to express himself with those like squeaks and yeah. and such air releases or whatever that was. It's just a very simple way of communication, but you understand what he's feeling the entire time. Yeah. They did a good job uh, kind of separating Mimi out so she had to deal with things on her own, and they knocked Palmon out. Palmon Palmon gets some focus, and then she's immediately just bumped out for most of the episode. Which isn't a bad thing as no. far as Mimi's development, because not only is Gardramon taking care of Mimi, Mimi's taking care of Palmon. Yeah. So Mimi has that compassion, not just towards Gardramon, but she also has to keep Palmon health and healthy and nurse her back, you know, give her water and such. 
there's there's just a lot going on with Mimi kind of taking care of one while she has this giant protector keeping her safe from Andromon. Yeah. And Taichi and Agumon climbing down while Koshiro is just being lowered down. They use Tentomon so well in the show. They really do. I'm actually surprised Taichi just didn't jump. Well, because he doesn't he has to help he has to help Mimi and he doesn't actually know what he'll land in. So it actually does I make mean, sense. He probably I I would have it's this is a weird episode for Taichi because it's actually kind of a misstep for him because I mean, if he was going to survive that, if Mimi survived that fall, he would have survived too if he had jumped. And if he wasn't going to survive that fall, Mimi's dead anyway. Well, so no, no. Whole, see, I operation is see. Fine. I actually don't agree with that because they already saw that touching stuff, and it can make stuff fall right after. For all they know, they're not going down exactly where Mimi went down. I guess. But it's like if they had run into, like if that chute had opened up into multiple corridors, then yeah, it would have been, they still would have had a, a choice to make. Yeah. Um, that Metal Greymon evolution, what, am I wrong or was that significantly better than the actual like, oh, we've animated it nicely in episode that we got two weeks ago? It's nice and it's more slick, I think. It's it's more of a, you know, a mainstay. Okay, this is when he does it from now on. This is what's going to look like and it's a good it's a good every episode kind of. Yeah. evolution sequence. Plus, we get to see everyone debate if they're foreshadowing or if it's just some animation flair showing off Moog and German in the evolution scene. I didn't even notice that. Uh when Greymon is about to start sprouting the metal parts, the silhouette of Greymon behind him swaps from a blue Greymon to a red Mugendramon, and when he bites down, vanishes, that's when the evolution starts. Hmm. I would have to watch that again it, to it, catch that. It, it, doesn't come across as, it doesn't come across as foreshadowing to me, to be honest, but the nice thing about foreshadowing is, is it doesn't have to come across that way. It could just be yeah, something... Yeah, that was... If it's really obvious that that was Mugendramon, then that's... That oh, does to be, to be clear, it to is Mugendramon. It 100% okay. is. It's not... Yeah. There, yeah, there's... if that is, then that's kind of interesting for that particular Digimon to be showing up in someone else's evolution sequence. It does raise questions. Well, there's been connections between both of those characters before, though. Like, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The arm is supposed to be from one of the standard blue metal Greymons... And Metal Greymon's description, I believe specifically for in that they've used for the orange ones, basically says, you know, it was a mechanical con- combined properly. Hmm. So it may just be a way to visually add that, but it'll be interesting to see if anything does come up later. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, not, not enough space for Metal Greymon to fight. Well, it was there. I know, it was great, because Metal Greymon had such a great introduction and just curb-stomping Metal Tyrannomon, and then in the second time, not necessarily his fault, but he loses. I love that. Like, he actually I, has to let uh, Lillian I, do things. I like, that they use the, I like that they use the camera angles to really show, like, just how little space there was for him to move around. Because yeah. I, remember, I remember a lot of lower shots looking up at him. Mm-hmm. And that just worked well. And yeah, then, he just had a 
a natural disadvantage, and also everyone else recognized the value of targeting the ceiling or other fixtures to, to trap their opponents while Metal Greymon's just firing at Andromon like he always does. Yeah. I'm going to chalk that up to a, a tactical loss for Taichi, just because I need Taichi taken down <laughs> a couple pegs at some point. Let's get started now. And then Gardramon gets smashed. And they... Twice. Every robot death has to end that way, doesn't it? Where you get the view from them and then stuff starts to static out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just the rule. Yeah. And then Mimi gets upset and we get... And once again, this time Toga... I mean, Palmon had like the nicest non-main two evolution before, didn't she? I guess I don't really rem- I don't really pay much attention to the other ones. Okay. Like there's the big distracting ones, and then the ones that just sort of in between and take up time. Yeah. Palmon, I guess Togemon had the most memorable one of yeah. the others, and th- this one was in the same vein. It looked nice, and then she Lilymon does more here than I remember her ever doing before. I know, like she- you, you think about it, and Lilymon doesn't never really gets a moment outside of her first battle. Wasn't that against Metal Tyrannomon? Or was that Dark No, uh, it was Dark Tyrannomon. Dark Tyrannomon, okay. I was like, that would have been ironic. But yeah, like, after that, I don't really remember her doing much of anything. Like, Mimi's, I guess, yeah, I was gonna say, like, try, but that's Rosemon. Yeah. No, it's Lilymon. Like, no, Lilymon really doesn't get any, uh, any good battles after after that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember did. if she did anything in the New York episode of Note, and I'm not thinking of anything. I mean, she does four or five different attacks here, and we get to, like, she uses the chaff to confuse Andromon. Yeah! I mean, she just, just rains down foliage on everything. Yeah. It's, it's just, and, you know, moving around, not allowing herself to be targeted and flower and uh, flower cannon used as a Gatling gun rather than like a bigger cannon was interesting, which I, f- I feel like a lot of people sense. were disappointed by that one though. It felt like a lot of people really didn't like that. It, I don't know. It's, it's different for sure, but I kind of, I think that's more appropriate for her, for her battling type. Yeah. Like just the way she fights is just sort of a move around and get quick jabs in rather than, go for the big heavy punch. And then she clocks him over the head, which everyone seemed to really love that moment. That I I feel like someone, if not Lilymon, somebody has done a move similar to that in the past. That might be uh that might be like shoot him on or or Fairymon or something like that that just boot it, them. It feels like something Fairymon would have done. In yeah. fact I think I think Fairymon might do a similar kick in her evolution. Yes, she does do... Well, that's more of a straight-up spin kick. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah and, uh, and then we get the... Then she uses... Um, I think it's Forbidden Temptation. I don't remember the attack names. Where she oh, wraps... Well, that's, ra- that's Rosemond's attack. But I don't uh, know if Lilymon has that, too. No, I'm just... I, I, know forb- I, I know Forbidden Temptation is a Rosemont attack. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, let me see. The the attack I'm thinking of is... No, no. This is this is where I'd love to chime in. Oh, like, okay. I was, I was close. It, it's, but... it's Temptation. 
Oh, just Temptation. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was good. And uh, Andromon wakes up right as it's happening, which that in itself really does feel like foreshadowing, especially combined with Mimi saying she won't ever forgive him. It really does. Yeah. Like, it's it's fantastic in, in one sense. Like, just taking the episode as it is straightforward, the idea that Mimi is just straight up, no, this is not going there. No, you're not being forgiven. We are going to flat out end you is a little, it's a little weird for Andromon in the sense that he's always one of those that gets corrupted and gets brought back and ends up yeah. being a good guy. It's a little weird for Mimi in the sense of usually she's more of a reformer than a straight out killer. And then, but no, this is, it's going to end this way. But yeah, that, that, yeah, that last little bit at the end, though, makes you wonder if, yeah. if Andromon and potentially Gardramon, too, are going to come back. Gar- Gardramon feels dead to me, to be honest. That's, which is fine. That's yeah. fine. But and yeah, then, Andromon, and then... if Andromon, but if Andromon comes back and, you know, is trying to make good with them, I really want that to challenge Mimi. Yeah. When she says, I will never forgive you, I want her to have to at least stand by that for a little while and And it takes a little while longer for her to come around and it ends with absolutely no no attempt at subtlety for what they're referencing with castle in the sky yeah no that's lapida yes yeah there there was there was no subtlety there at all which is i kind of like when it kind of just shoves it in your face a bit and there's no question about what they're doing. That's like my one of my favorite Ghibli movies too. Also, the first ever AMV I created was Alapita. I haven't watched AMV. it in a long time. Um, yeah, and I, it, that sounds all glorious and stuff, but it was actually to a Satan song from the South Park movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and in the this time we didn't get the beginning and end. In the middle, right after the commercial break, we got to catch up with. Gang number two. Gang number two. Oh yeah, we got a quick other scene. Yeah. And I like I, that they do that. Just randomly yeah. cut away to a quick scene for the the not featured. And I really like that it actually does deal with something that people complained about, which was, and I think you might. I don't remember if it was you or Debbie brought it up, which is they're going to the the little gang there at Neiman is going to Leomon, but who knows what's in their way. Yeah. Um, and it's that sore yeah. in them. They still they have something important that they have to do. They've cleared out what they could and they sort of just have to go their own way. I mean, I don't think Sora and Joe were straight up saying let's escort them to Leomon no, directly. No, 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 it's still two different groups with two different goals. They can't yeah. go in the other direction because yeah, they can't. They can't go yeah. that far. And I don't think Sora and Joe ever said that. No, much, that we no, no, no. Full escort. It was get them past. Yeah, get them exactly. Past the obstacle in front of them, then then you know, yeah. hope that they're going to be fine from there. Yeah, and even Yamato's but, kind of polite in this one. He words his argument a lot better this time, and yes. Sora accepts it a lot more. Yeah. Joe is Joe. He continue. He continues to not travel well. No. Did they really play up his uh him being seasick and stuff in the Japanese well, the, version of the original? 
I've always felt that was more of a dub thing and who I at this point I don't remember, but the thing is is they're very much aware that there's a worldwide audience for this. I mean it it fits. Yeah. I mean you you can go back to interviews regarding Zero Two and Kakudo talks about the English titles for season two. Oh, that's yeah. Like, like he know he know, yeah. knew what the episode titles were, and he understood that they were all references, and he oddly liked that. English uh, episode titles are always better than Japanese titles in Digimon. It's just <laughs> a way of life. Yes, and then for preview of episode thirteen, they Prin- promise us Princess, that- Ka- Princess Karaoke is the first, the original Ghibli homage in a in a Mimi episode. <laughs> Hey, they, they're promising us a Piomon Birdramon evolution scene. To Birdramon or to Garudamon? To Garudamon. I'm just okay. saying Piomon and Birdramon are involved no, in that. I've been saying that's why I've been, I've been carefully wording it that Birdramon's the one getting screwed here. Piomon, you know, I, I knew Piomon <laughs> to Garud to Garudamon. Like, yeah, I would assume she'd get something. It's just yeah. Birdramon specifically that I'm I'm trying to stick up for here. I. Now, I think that's about it for that episode. I feel like, in general, a lot of people are skewing towards this being their favorite. It's not quite my favorite because it's so it's so simple and so straightforward. Like, this is so textbook Mimi, and they don't really do a lot differently with anything. But it is so pretty that it's hard not to enjoy. I know now why you cry. That, that, that... Terminator really is a huge chunk of this episode. Even the imagery came across very Terminator-y. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, that is the episode title. Unless something happens in the episode to make me change it. (laughs) Yeah, so next week we get Karudamon and we'll see what pops up then. Um, Yeah, get some of those B, uh, higher level uh, B Digimon in there. Fanbimon and them, like, yeah, okay. And then, it's like uh, outside of the uh, outside of like the Flymon, they tend not to use the B ones very often. So yeah, and they're, it's X Digimon this time. Oh, those are X Dig. Oh, the, those are X ones. Some of them are. I don't remember if they all are though. The, the, they tease that Digimon from the Pendulum X would appear in animation for the first time, and a mm-hmm, bunch of people, mm-hmm. myself included, went, "Do they actually mean Pendulum X or do they mean Pendulum Z?" Because they're saying for the first time, and the Z Digimon are all new and haven't shown up in anything, and they did in fact mean X. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because so we'll the the X ones like that—that's the noteworthy one. Like having yeah. Digimon appear for the first time in anime. Okay. Like we've seen we've seen a few of those already. No, we've seen it's, a lot uh, of those. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting some X X Digimon in an adventure yeah. series. That's that's pretty noteworthy. <laughs> And then we have an interview from What's in Tokyo. Some it, It's not a deep interview, but it actually has more interesting information than we tend to get in these. It's a uh, couple clarifications that are yeah. noteworthy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we won't go over everything, but they don't clarify exactly when production begins, but we do know it was basically what we knew before, which was it was in the middle of when Kazuna was being made after Tri finished. Mm-hmm. Um. And they are they are f- were fully aware of what they were making also, that they are making a show for kids. 
And the interesting thing was their goal was actually to put it in the old time slot on Fuji TV. That was kind of neat, I thought. Yeah, the fact they were targeting that was uh, yeah. is kind of interesting. And then they talk about the colon. Yeah, I'm. It's I, an explanation. The, the I don't expl- like the explanation. Yeah, the, the explanation is basically whenever it's an image logo, the Digivice is there, and they consider that part of the logo. Yeah, that's so. So we help. so we effectively have a thing where when it's the image logo, it's the show title, the colon. And the Digivice. When it's written, it's the show title and the colon. And when it's said out loud, it's the show title. Because so, yeah. so, some people have tried to shove that, oh, they mean the title is Digimon Adventure Digivice. And they absolutely do not say that. In fact, they go out of their way to just say Digimon Adventure in the interview. Yeah, no, it's just Digimon Adventure. Yeah. But the, yeah. the colon yeah. Digivice just is befuddling. And the symbolism behind it is sort of. Nah. Yeah, and they talk a bit about why choosing Omega Man to start off with, and it's effectively what was obvious, which was you kind of have to start with a big thing. Just wanted to show Omega Man yeah. early, yeah. and just really what it boils down to. I li- I do like to talk about Greymon and why they've made him more dynamic in fighting. Yes, the Greymon stuff was interesting. Yes. I like and, to read that, and they talk about him more. I think they talk about Greymon more than anything else in the interview. Which is fair because Greymon yeah. in particular is some, has is something been one of knows. the most the biggest step ups in this new series. Yeah. Is Greymon like I like that they said, well, he only has one attack, so if he's gonna do anything cool, we have to get more of his body involved and do stuff more than just attack, attack, attack. Yeah. Like he acts to you know, mash the just mash the attack button instead yeah. of having to hit the square and use the uh, menu. Yeah. And I like them talking about the opening and that's where, again, we get people confused. We're like, why would they have to ask director Kakado about using the spinning scene? They don't have to. It's just a matter of respect to ask. Yeah. Because yeah. here's the thing. If he said no, they might've still done it anyways. They're just pointing out that they talked to the person who directed the original sure. show. And, and yeah, that's, I mean, that, whoever- that, yeah, the 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 spinny tai chi thing is so iconic that you just yeah. sort of have to go. So yeah, we're going to use that if you don't mind. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is he doesn't like when stuff touches on things that he has in his mind, but he's very open when it's not that. Yeah, like like he thanked the producers for making sure he got to see it early and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just a good interview. It's worth it's it was before episode 11 aired. Definitely worth a read cuz it actually has some info. When there's these interviews, if it's all fluff, it's not shocking so that we got anything akin to actual information's kind of nice. But I is there anything else we have to say about that at the moment? No, it's it's yeah. worth a it's a quick read. Yeah. Give it a give it a look. And then we may have images from the next opening. We're not 100% sure at the moment, but it would not shock me. It looks yeah. like, I mean, the images look like stuff that would go in a new opening. Yeah. So we get the six of them around a campfire. We get Tentomon uh, behind, or Koshiro behind Tentomon. The Joe and Gomamon one's a high point, as is the Mimi and Palmon one. Of course. And Actually, uh, the fact that it's just the six around a campfire is is 
interesting. Like I would never have guessed they would do a new opening before Takeru and Hikari joined the team. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily indicative of that, but it certainly raises the question. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is of course, is, is it actually an opening and not an ending? If we have a new yeah, ending, this was an ending. Yeah, totally. I would, I'm yeah. totally up for the idea that there's going to be a new ending in a yeah, few episodes. I, and if this was that, then yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause here's the thing. This could be, this could be early art from an opening. We won't see for a few months, or it could be that, something was lost in translation somewhere and it was actually meant as ending and we'll be seeing this in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I would say they're not going to have a new opening without having a new ending. That would be a little weird. Typically they rotate the endings more often than they rotate the openings or they do them both at the same time. Yeah. Most current shows tend to go with a new one every 10 to 13 episodes for the ending and then the opening you'll generally get more around 26 or so that's what atmon did yeah yeah so i wouldn't be shocked to see it there and of course the image we have of the campfire may not be indicative of who's actually in that scene yeah it, of course it could, that's, it could, what, um, that's what i was yeah. saying before like that doesn't okay. mean that oh, no, no. we haven't joined the team yet it's just that when you see just those six around the campfire it yeah. raises questions yeah but yeah, it will be interesting to see what this actually ends up showing us. Because it could easily be that they walk on screen five seconds later to represent that they join the group later in the show. Which is perhaps, but that's a the yeah. campfire yeah. symbolism tends to be not suggestive of that. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, there, it, there are better things to do with a campfire than do a Takeru and Hikari jump in kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see what pops up. And then there's been a lot of music news in the last week, like all, almost a disgusting amount. So we got the full music video for Unidentified Airship, and we found out Career Along was a digital-only album, which we thought was the case because no one was taking pre-orders for it. Um, They touched up a bit of the effects, but it is what it is based on how they could film it. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's... Um, and the neat thing was both of those are available to purchase if you're not in Japan. Although I heard from one or two people in the UK, they tried and they weren't able to, which actually, I had that same problem. Actually, it was, that might be an issue with my PayPal, but I wasn't able to purchase anything because it, it would get, it went through the process and then PayPal just refused to load for me. Oh no, 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 I, no, 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 that, that's a PayPal thing. Cause people haven't been able to, uh, they actually can't even add to cart. The, oh, the page okay. grays out everything they can and says, this is not available in your blah, blah, blah. Just like screwing England randomly. To be fair, it is almost a fr- uh, uh, franchise tradition. Yeah, just yeah. when and just every so often, you just gotta kind of screw Britain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, my wife, my wife just shouted, "What from the other room?" <laughs> I will, I will temporarily. Let me see here. One second. I'm Dev is here. I'm pulling her into the. Whoops. One second, it appears that did not work. AR, are you still there? 
This was totally unplanned, so... Yeah. I'm going to kill the call and then recall, because for whatever reason, it either cuts you off and doesn't call in dev or tries to call her alone, so give me one second. I still don't see a dev yeah. here. Yeah, I believe she actually has to join the call from her end, because since she didn't answer earlier, it will not allow me to dial her. Mm. So... I've told her what to do. Okay. So we will so wait one moment for her to join. Randomly. Yeah. Hit the ground running. Are we moving on to download rankings here? Yeah. So it, um, the download rankings that uh, Takeyoshi Tenemoto posted showed it being number one for digital downloads. The more public Oricon list showed as number 21 out of all CD singles. And it's doing shockingly well. I mean, really well. <laughs> I was yeah, I was kind of surprised at being number one, to be honest. But to be fair, it also has the other two songs, which and it really is like one of the best for value we've seen. Oh, yeah. Three songs that are all actually featured in the show. Yeah. Because all three are there. It has the karaoke. It has... Not the best art, but it is art, so it connects it to the show easily. And yeah, yeah it's doing well though. And it's nice that people can actually order it. It's happened a handful of times before, but it's been pretty rare that without him, because even the cheapest import fees would be equivalent to the CD price. Right. Yeah. So that's good. Moving on to next one. We got, there's more concerts going on now with no ability to go to them than we've ever gotten. Are some and, of these available? Yes, um, I will go over that. I believe DevQ's okay. there. DevQ, can you hear us? Yes, I, I can. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. De- DevQ was, was either saving children from a school bus or she fell asleep before we started. Say the first one. Go with the first one. Just, just, I, just I already know there. which the answer is, and it's one of those two. Way to save those kids. Good answer. job. Yeah. Good on you. What was the third answer? They didn't make it. They didn't make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Okay, so, so uh, Dev, we're on the concerts. So Ayumi Miyazaki's doing an online concert on September 27th, and it'll be available for a week. Uh, Michihiko Ota did one, which we missed, and it's available for a few more days for 2,000 yen. Takeyoshi Tanamoto is doing one on September 6th, and it will be available for three days, and that one has been confirmed it will be worldwide. He's actually said that, that it will be available worldwide. It's anyone can, no matter where they are. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, I don't believe they've said it will have the new Digimon songs, but I would go ahead and I'm. I feel yes, like it's a pretty they, safe guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a safe guess. It will. So, well, this is where it, it's hard because not all this stuff gets posted easily to see. Like, so the Ayumi Mizaku one, I believe I saw a while back and filed it aside to look at later. And by the time I did, it was done. So it happens. And then the music news just keeps on rolling. We get an original soundtrack volume one already. We had to for Atmon yeah. we had to wait till it was almost over. 
yeah, this is yeah. amazing that they've had yeah. this many tracks already. Yeah, and we have the full track listing, which we get 32 of the um, BGM tracks from Toshihiko Sahasi. We get the TV size opening and TV size ending. The TV size opening has a little bit of its wind out of its sails, I'd say, just because due to the various issues, they already released that as a single, yeah. which they would, wouldn't normally do. But yeah, yeah, and and that's that's a, that's a typical for an uh, an OST is only having the TV openings. Yeah, and it's in a month. I will admit, I'm a bit surprised. I keep trying to waft on if I'm surprised we're not getting the insert songs there as TV size, but those may not exist because they have sort of just been doing edits of them, so they may save that for the end to put different edit versions on a future one. Oh, like Be the Winners and such? Yeah. I don't know. if they Did they usually have TV length for those, or did they just take the full versions and crop them down as they need to? I don't know if there is an official TV length for... Well, these have had different... I don't believe they've lined up exactly with moments from the song. A few times it's jumped around, I believe. But I may be wrong on that. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't think there's usually, like, TV size edits of, like, Braveheart and things like that. Usually it's just, like, the opening and ending. I yeah. think I think Braveheart got one. I, I probably missed... There's been so many versions of Braveheart, I'm probably just mixing it up with something else. Could um, be. I mean, Braveheart's also really easy to condense to just one verse yeah. and one verse, one chorus, and intro, outro, and that's your TV version. Yeah. So we'll well, see. Well, we're finally getting it, so we can still do uh, fan dubbing shenanigans like back in the day. Yeah. No. Don't give us ideas. No, I just have no interest in it at all. Can I be Joe? No. Sure. <laughs> And look at that, we have a new web poll. This time it's what adult Digimon do you want to fight alongside? Uh, I would like to congratulate Greymon for winning when this closes. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an easy one. See, uh, th- this one feels slightly more open. I mean, to be fair, I don't. we don't have the results of the child win yet, so stuff could swing around, but I would expect it to be Greymon. Who did you vote yeah. for, AR? Probably that or Tailmon. I mean, people... Oh, ta- it, Tailmon's a good choice, actually. Tailmon, yeah, Tailman is yeah. a good choice. I, I, I went a little... I went halfway to weird and said Gaugamon, because that tends to be my go-to for adult level. Definitely. Honestly, if I was really... If I was really wanted to be cool, I would have picked an Atmon. Great, then, then you, you throw your vote away. It's Doskamon, come on. Uh Dev, who did you vote for? Uh Dorugamon, because I love Doramon and it's fluffy, but just like just this one's con- like even bigger and fluffier and it flies. Just being <laughs> consistent here. I yeah. almost said I almost said Ikakumon, but then I realized that I said Gomamon for the, the child. I didn't want to be consistent. And then we find they, they love Kiwimon. They love like, throwing I, yes, card stuff more. at us. We finally have actual stuff for the card game. So the packaging we had before was correct. We get to see a bit more of the Imperial German art, which I, that art's so nice. All the other details are the same. And then in V-Jump, we got a nice spread with a bunch of stuff for the card game. We get to see XV-Mon, Stingmon, Pale German, and the 
Jagras showing up in it. And then the other page gave us a few surprises. So Blitz Greymon, we already saw. Terriermon's art with Chocolon's great. Uh, Lilithmon, nice seer earlier than I expected. And the one that feels like it surprised everyone was... No one's going to take the obvious setup. Hello. Yeah, I I didn't. uh, You lost me Uh, where we are right now. So the card game. Yeah, I know we're in the card game. I just don't know. I just want to have the link. Oh, so go ahead. They showed us uh, Art of Mastamon for a card, which is in an anime style, which we've never seen for her before, which just looks interesting because it we've always seen her in game renders or in Bandai style artwork. So this is drawn completely differently. It just looks really nice and interesting. So I'm, they've done a very nice selection of Digimon for the card game overall. So I'm looking forward to seeing what else pops up here, especially now that they've confirmed that we'll get, you know, more double color Digimon and stuff like that. So I'm just looking forward to that because the art's the only thing that have a, I wonder how the Jogresses for the other Zero uh, Two partners. If, if not here, I I expect sooner rather than later because now that it's there, that means they have to kind of keep doing them because it's part of the game now. So it and I wouldn't be shocked if we got Shakuamon and Silphimon right here. To be honest, especially since they the O Two stuff was referenced as being a big part of the set. So we'll see. Then they did two more episodes of Fun Digica with uh, fan suggestions. They That ends as of the episode they released earlier today, so we'll see what they pop up with in the future. But yeah, the card game stuff looks nice, but it's nice that we keep getting other products also. So the US V-Pets Wave 3, they finally confirmed the other eggs, which is Black is Agumon, white's Gabumon, purple's Coronamon, neo red's Lunamon. Those last two have upset some people because they think it'd be, look work better flipped around Coronamon in red, Lunamon in purple. But I, I was thinking that too. But it's just the the shell colors, so yeah, doesn't mean that much. Yeah, and then uh, acrylic badges at the Fuji TV store. I actually like these. If they weren't going to be such a pain to import, I would actually consider using them and getting them as like chip clips or something. Because I think that's what these are, is they're just acrylic designs with clips on the back. So. And V-Jump had a... Okay. Yeah, V-Jump had a stack of product updates and junk like that. So, Rearize gets two more X-Digimon with War Greymon X and Metal Groomon X. They showed off the Black War Gray... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, X is just showing up everywhere now. (laughs) The Black War Greymon model kit, which is coming out soon, but I don't believe they showed anything new. Then we got a bit of the um, Digivice version complete. They show off Leomon, they show off Eosmon, they show off Merciful Mode. They showed off the packaging for the limited edition Kazuna. And then we got some actual new stuff. So we are we already saw the figures for the um, Ichiban Kujilato. They showed off the big color towel and the ink towel. Both of those look really nice. I don't know which one I actually prefer, to be honest. I, The color towel, I think, though. What do you think, Dev? Color towel or ink? 
I gotta go with the ink. The ink just looks like really badass, and it looks like those uh, uh what were they, they were released earlier? The uh, little shikishi boards that oh, they had. The, uh, the 20th anniversary of the franchise one, where they were doing new art by Kenji Watanabe, and it was just like ink style. Yes. Yeah, that, yes. this does match that well. And then they showed off the Shoto figures a little bit, the series one, and it was, you would have figured they would have showed off. Series two, considering they announced them like one day after V Jump came out, I think. So, series two is Metal Groomon, Holy Angemon, and Alt Atler Cabo Terramon, as we know. They're doing the limited edition set at Premium Band again. That art looks so nice again. The prices are exactly the same. They teased series three, and boy, were people shocked at who it was. It's Lilymon Zudomon. And some mysterious character in the middle. Whoever could it be? We'll never know. Yeah. The funny part was... The funny part was a lot of people really were like, who is this character in the middle who looks like Omegamon? And sounds like Omegamon. To be fair, the silhouette's only really identifiable on the top half. The bottom half kind of throws you off. True, but he has the the big feet. Yeah, those... I don't really, I don't really look at his feet ever. So that that threw me for a second until I noticed the outline on the top half. Okay. Am I wrong, or do all of these look better than the series one ones? This the like Metal Grumont maybe doesn't have enough detail. Otler Kabuterma looks great, and I think Holy Angemon looks fantastic. Yeah, Holy Angemon looks really good for yeah. what this is. Yeah. yeah, especially uh, the price point, just damn. Yeah, because yeah. here's the thing, the standard version's up for pre-order, and that is a box of six for just a little over 50 It's about $51 when you translate the price, I believe. And for two full sets, th- that's really not bad. That's really great, like, that these even look half decent. I mean, I remember when the... Uh little articulated figures came out like years ago and just like those were like $15 a pop and that's more expensive than these and that was like god and and those did not include gum god I want gum (laughs) oh I I, I, right now I have a bunch of gum out in my living room like a case I've got some on my desk what type some I can hook you up stop tormenting me I have a tooth problem so I can't have any Oh no, Dev, Dev! Dev, what is your gum preference? Ooh, uh, I would have to say cotton candy bubble yum. Basically, oh. you chew it and it's like oh, solid yeah. sugar. That's good, but I haven't had that in years. But yeah, that flavor is really good. Ar, mm, I'm I'm all about fruit flavors. M- my standard is is a uh, sugar free, juicy fruit that comes in the pellets. Oh, the pellets! I don't know if I've had the pellet kind. Yeah, it, it, the sticks of juicy fruit, and those don't do. Those are okay. The the pellets, um, they have the hard shell, but they're much softer inside, and the flavor lasts longer. Because that's the issue with juicy fruit. You chew it, you chew it yeah. three times, and you're like, "Well, this isn't yeah, gum yeah, anymore." Yeah, yeah, it actually keeps the flavor. I like that we got a sidetrack about gum. To be fair, we've talked about gum in like the last three or four episodes. We're talking about the gums we're we're going to enjoy when we get our Shoto figures and they don't come with gum. Actually, here's the thing. When I pre-ordered the first premium set, I pre-ordered that from an intermediary because I didn't expect we'd get them. So mine will have gum and we will review the gum. 
going to be terrible, I promise you. Oh, I, I'm sure it will. It, it's labeled a soda flavor, and I think there was a picture showing it was blue. I remember baseball card gum. It ain't special. So do I. Uh, yeah. It, and then we got... Getting a new Kazuna post at this point is a bit surprising, isn't it? Because I believe it is completely new artwork. Yeah, this is sort of looks, surprised me. Looks nice and random. This is one of those random things that's like, whoa, I'm seeing new stuff on Facebook. What's going on? And then Toei teases that they have something special for the release and ask everyone to stay tuned. And that means it's going to be probably something very boring that does not mean much. Because a surprise could just be... Joshua, it could be Joshua Seth giving a quick introduction a day or two before the movie's out that they plan to show it. Fathom thing. All we know is it'll be disappointing. Yeah, probably. Let's be fair. Probably disappointing. Let, let's at least have some hope. They're not it, it, dubbing the shorts. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, I know that. I believe we've actually we've we've actually gone over that. That if they're dubbing oh, no, the we shorts, have, we have. I'm yeah. just someone's going to think that. Yeah, they are. Uh, un- un- unless they've decided to do that in the past two months, they're not dubbing the shorts. They had enough trouble dubbing the movie. Yes. <laughs> Look, they, they, multiple actors have been replaced just because of that problem. But yeah, yeah. I, I really, I really like the art. Um, it would have been nice if this had been like revealed as, oh, this is the cover art for the American Blu-ray exclusive artwork. That's nice and everything. Or like it comes with a pre- like, or that, that's the pre-order bonus. That would have been really sweet. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, the the pre-order bonus from Shouts, one of their uh, lithographs. Mm-hmm. Not of this though. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be neat if like that is the actual surprise? Is that the generic post art isn't being used and it's this, and this is the actual cover? That would be sexy. And then it we would get. Be. It would be. A, it'd be more appropriate. For the movie, it's probably more appropriate for the movie. I don't know. I like the poster with all the. With oh no, so do I. So well, that's... see, that's the thing. Shout uses um slip covers for the first few shipments, so they could actually do both or do a reversible. Oh, that's Ooh. that's a throwback. Reversible covers. <laughs> so we'll see Dang. what pops up because we're just a little more than a month away. I mean, the digital release is a month. Is it a month from today? Actually, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, 29th. 29th, 29th, so month plus five. Yeah, so. Damn, I just had war flashbacks to like the early mid 2000s of getting individual anime DVDs with like reversible covers. I was I was actually staring at my reversible Fooly Cooly DVD covers as we're talking about that. I'm like, yeah, those are the days. <laughs> oh, those still exist. They 100%. I don't remember. I don't remember if the uh, if my my fully coolie covers are the original the original outsides are there. I reversed them already. I think I reversed them because yeah. All my princess two two ones are the reversed. Hell yeah. <laughs> also, princess two two. Good good plug there. Yeah. There's been a lot of art in the past week. I, there's been a few weeks where we've had a lot. A few where we've had almost none. So let, let's go over. So after the ep- after episode twelve aired, Bandai the Digimon web account put up a nice image of of Andromon and uh, Gardramon. It's a nice sad image. It's there's a reference here, and I'm not ge- I'm not sure what it is, but like my brain goes, I've seen this image before. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, and then Kenji Watanabe did a really awesome image of Lilymon. Yes, 
Yeah, he's it, just cranking these out. Yeah, uh-huh. but th- this one's interesting because it feels like he's being slightly less stylistic than he's been lately, but it works really well for Lilymon. Well, his original style is is kind of novel for Lilymon. Yeah, and then we get two different images of Marimon. So th- this is either just fun or brand marketing, and I'm not sure which is funnier if it is. So they show Marimon using an air conditioner, and it's still not being cold. And the post is basically how hot it was even for him. Yeah, People began sure. to tag Sharp because they recognized the drawing as like a, a small drawing of a Sharp air conditioner. Sharp <laughs> responded saying it appears to be in heating mode. <laughs> and then they put the fo- then they put the picture up again with it altered to show it in cooling mode with Marimon smiling, thanking Sharp. Oh my god! So so do do we believe this is brand at? Do we think this is brand pseudo advertising or just companies taking advantage of it? I think the latter. Go with companies taking advantage of it because there's no actual Sharp branding on the original picture or on the second picture well to be fair the, in the text you know, in the second tag. one they yeah yeah but, the tag it is yeah but the original picture doesn't actually list sharp in it and i no. feel like if it was a brand marketing thing they would have kind of they would have asked sharp for better. help or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but this so, is the kind of random stuff i live for so <laughs> I'm, I'm actually as excited about this one as i was about the lilymon picture yeah, and then Tenya Yabuno got, uh, they sent him a the UL Force Vigimon figure from Digimon Savers, as we all know, where he was very popular for his 20 seconds, seconds on screen and, yeah, and one seconds. line. I don't remember which, him having a line, but yeah. I, I believe I believe there was some, someone commenting on Twitter that yes, he had a line or two, and they were like doing, what, what you know, that Japanese... Um, emoji text for winking yeah yeah and so it's neat that he got it he seems very happy with it and he also put up a little image to thank everyone for the birthday messages they sent him around the same time i don't know why i like that image so much but i do it's amusing let's take water (laughs) um and then it's like that, that image always just strikes me as looking like Gatchmon for some reason. I think it's meant to be a combination of different characters he's drew, drawn. Yeah, but yes, the they're, they're, and the ears that throw me off. It does Dude, feel and like, also we should de- we should hydrate. You well, know, yeah. you know what the funny part was? I mocked that I got the LTT water bottle, and it's been like the most amazing water bottle I've ever gotten. I literally put ice in it once a day, and it's still there when I go to sleep. I like the, my Hot Topic water bottle. It's just that the art is already peeling off. The water bottle itself is great. I would have figured the art wouldn't have been quite that cheap. To But, I, yeah, you were saying that oh, last no, time. Oh, no, it's cheap as hell. No, no, no. I, no, I know. What I meant was I expected the art would at least stay to it and not degrade, what, seven months after it came out? To be fair, my cat knocks my bottle over at least twice a day. Oh, so your cat doesn't like Digimon, then? No. <laughs> apparently She's not. jealous. Yeah, and yeah. Korriban ate her food. Yeah, And they expanded the coloring thing yet again with two new pieces of art. We get Joe and Gomamon washing hands, although I don't know what the hell Joe's doing. Like Struggling. 
He's struggling, like, I think he's meant to be struggling gargling. But he's, like, so fucking goofy looking, it's a bit hard to tell. And Mimi and Palmon washing hands, and a lot of effort was put into the Mimi and Palmon one. They even uploaded yeah. the original drawing. Uh, uh, it, that's not on the title card, just because there wasn't proper space. But they actually uploaded, like, the on-paper drawing that that one's based on. And it looks really fucking nice. Like, it looks nice in the final drawing, I think. Everyone's here for Mimi. They they make it so easy to make that joke. They make it so easy to make that joke. And they extended that until September 30th, where they're going to keep showing, you know, art selections during the show in Japan. So we'll see if they add yet more, because it started with two and we're up to six, I believe. So we'll see. And it's time for questions. So in the chat, why don't you guys start throwing up whatever you guys think of. Uh, I believe AR is going to watch the chat this time, and we'll start with mm-hmm. questions that were sent in ahead of time. First one was, I didn't like Try for various reasons, but mostly because it didn't feel like the rest of the anime. Is there anything like Try that isn't Digimon that might be fun to watch? I'm answering first because I have a cheat answer for this, which is Senkarol Connect. Yeah, that's the cheat answer. Yeah. I was determined not to go with the cheat answer. Yeah, I, well, here's the thing. I get to go with the cheat answer because I was at the premiere of it. Which is I uh, see that's what there. gives you the that's what gives you the yes because right I because since I've seen it I can come which is and here's the mean thing they have not yet given it a release in the U S even though they premiered it using a Blu-ray that was subtitled because <laughs> uh, yeah it's Uki Atsuya and that's any moment <laughs> yeah and that's basically probably what had them hire him to do the designs for Digimon. Basically, he did the first one on his own, the second one was extended, and then Synchro connects both of them together. And it is, story-wise, it's not really tried, but it looks the same to the point that all those early claim-to-be bootleg fo- um, shots were just characters from Synchro with their hair yeah. redone. I remember those <laughs> days. Those were fun. Yeah. like, And here's the thing, especially with part two, the main new girl they introduced in it really looks like Miyako to the point that when they announced Kazuda and that was coming out around the same time and images were there, people started wondering again if that was from Kazuna and no. Oh, did they do that again? Oh man, I missed that uh, one. There were no fake screenshots this time. It was just where people started passing it around and people were going, wait, I thought he wasn't working on the new movie. I thought there was a different uh, yeah. because it really looks like Miyako with black hair. I mean, like, hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Dev, you're up. Because uh, my answer is a cheat, especially since you can't fucking see it. So it's Dev's what? turn now. You know what? I haven't been able to watch enough anime lately to have, like, a particular answer for this question. That's okay. Mine is a series I haven't seen before, so 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 de- So what Dev's answer is is Uzaki-chan. That's not oh, the I haven't answer. seen that one. That oh, is not I, the I, correct answer. I thought you were watching that one. Oh, I've been kind of binging various isekai that okay. are actually good. You're, you're just going to recommend Slime, aren't you? I always recommend Slime. However, um, kind of a slightly older series, uh, Knights and Magic has been pretty good. Not familiar with that one. 
Why would people why would people want to see that one, Dev? Uh giant robots and magic and monsters and things getting blown up and there's no romance. What can think about the average Digimon fan in shipping and do you think they really want to see something without romance? I don't know. That's sort of a that's sort of a line of demarcation there. Some there's like half of the fandom is like absolutely bothered by the fact that people ship and the other half are insane <laughs> shippers. So go into the fan fiction section of Right. Fanfic, yeah, just that's pretty much all you can find. Okay. So, I'm totally I'm, I'm totally on the pro shipping side of things, so And it's AR's turn now. So this is a hard one to answer because I don't know what it de- I don't know what um like what elements of try did they not like and what what has them like with an itch that they want to what left them with an itch that they want to scratch here so i'm going out on a limb here and i'm going to say yeah this is a series i've never seen before but everyone i wrote a fanfic back in the day that had a very similar vibe to try and because of that story everybody recommended this series to me but i never why do i feel like you're gonna say escaflona no it's called deno coil don't know if anyone remembers. Dan I Coyle. vaguely recall it. I didn't watch it, but I do remember it. It is. It's about a bunch of kids who go into this. It's like a world with um. It's like a city with a weird augmented reality. I don't know how well that holds up. You know, 2007 interpretation of augmented reality, but it's a bunch of bunch of kids going into augmented reality, and a bunch of weird, bothersome stuff happens. So. And everyone says it has a really similar theme to my story, and my story has a really similar theme to try, so that's going to be my answer. Deno Coil. I have no idea if there's a way to watch it now. I think Sentai has that licensed, actually. It would make sense that it would be a Sentai. I'm pretty, just looking at the voice cast of it, uh, it had to have been an uh, ADV product. Yeah. Although the Japanese cast has a ton of Digimon voice actors like Junko Noda and Fumi Korikasa and Hoko Kawashima and uh, Romu pa- Romi Park is in yeah. it. So there's a bunch around. of Digimon. There's a yeah. There's a bunch of Digimon voice actors in the Japanese Great. version. So so I picked one that people can't watch. Mm-hmm. Dev picked one. Is that still is that licensed at the moment, Dove? Do you know? Yeah, uh, it's actually right up on a uh, Crunchyroll and for the subversion, and uh, I think Funimation does the dub, so it's probably on like their okay. uh, whatever the hell that is, Verve or something like that. Okay, so yeah, so so yours is definitely lo- available. We believe I AR just looked is. It up. It's, I just looked it up. It's on High Dive and VRV. Yeah. Well, everything on High Dive's on VRP. Yeah, but yeah, High Dive yeah. is how you watch Deno Coil. Okay. And Terry asks, do you guys think they're rushing the evolution earning? The- we talked about this at yeah, length. Yeah, we... The, the short answer is... Maybe. Well, it's it's not so much based on uh, episode, it's based on where they're at in Intent. their character development, at which point I'd say not, they're rushing it a little bit based on where the characters are, but just because it's episode 10, 11, 12, that doesn't mean that's nec- automatically too early. Yeah. Um, 
another one that was sent ahead of time. Do you guys have any suggestions for keeping entertained on a budget? Depending on what you like, Netflix, Crunchyroll, just subscribe to one thing that has a bunch of stuff and just get watching. I mean, e- e- there's even stuff like Tubi and Pluto, which have plenty of things to watch and are free. I mean, if you don't mind ads, I mean, Crunchyroll, a lot of stuff on Crunchyroll, yeah, Crunchyroll as long as you're also. not watching the most current episode that aired this week. I mean, yeah, it's just bumped fine. by a week. Yeah, so even Crunchyroll, it's just bumped by a week, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions that we didn't cover, AR? Uh, if you're not going for anime, you can always get really old adventure games on GOG. Okay. My God, yeah, the, the, like all my my wife's been playing like all of the Monkey Island games lately. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did, uh, so much so much stuff to grab on GOG. Joe yeah, wants to know like, that's a great that's a great place for old cheap games. Yeah. Joe wants to know what are some references to Gurren Lagann that Crosswords makes that you guys like in particular find generally interesting. <laughs> Not really, because here's here's the thing. Most of the stuff from Gurren Lagann was elsewhere first. You could find most of it in Getter Robo. The, it, the, 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 the trick of this is, what makes this tough is that Gurren Lagann itself is all homages. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. So uh, that's, like, yeah. like, most of the drill stuff you can find in old Getter Robo stuff. Almost everything there. So it's not really clear if it's actually a Gurren Lagann reference or if it's just referencing random old mech shows that Gurren Lagann happened to also take everything from. Yeah, it's it's hard to say what your favorite references are to an anime that is by itself references. incredibly referential. Yeah. But my answer... Yeah, like I'm a scary gonna, movie of mech anime. My, yeah. yes. <laughs> my, uh, my answer is always the cheap one because my answer is that Kyle Bear voices Daru Luman, who is a very drill-based... He has a drill for a tail, and Kyle A. Bear voiced Kamina and Gurren Lagann. But Kamina wasn't really drill-themed, though. No, but Kamina was such an essence in Gurren Lagann. Yeah. <laughs> I just really, like, watching Cross Wars, it's, you, do, you do get a very Gurren Lagann vibe with it. And yeah. then when Kyle A. Bear shows up in the dub, it's like, oh my god, they're just pushing it over the top here. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna go with Starmon Sunglasses. That too, yes. Yes. But even those are pretty common for mech shows. Yeah, like the spiky sunglasses. Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Okay, Dev, yeah. Dev, what's your choice? I don't remember. You took it. Just say, just say Starmon <laughs> sunglasses. Really, really annoying time jump halfway in where everything goes to crap. Then then someone sent in. That's that's pretty accurate. That was was mean to both Garan Lagan and Hunters. (laughs) And see, I thought everyone is terrible. (sighs) Someone then said a few stories have said Bandai. I'm trying to be be nicer to Hunters. I'm sorry. I'm like I've been in a big. See, everyone, everyone's like, everyone's like, Mark doesn't like savers. He's mean to it. I'm not mean to savers at all. Ar is mean to anything he doesn't like. No, I'm trying not to be though. I've yeah. been on a. I've been. I've been trying to be very defensive okay. about hunters lately. I'm just trying to give it. Is a it? New is it? Is it because you deeply love it and you're trying to convince people you don't? 
No, because I'm writing a my my fanfic very heavily features Tiguru, and I'm finding new sides of him that I quite enjoy. And I'm like, oh, there's so much stuff that they could have done that would have brought him out as a really fun character. I'll have you know, Hunters was nominated for an Emmy. He was nominated for an Emmy. (laughs) I mean, the the Um, music was good. The music was good, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The music was good. A few stories have said Bandai has told them they aren't allowed to sell the card game overseas. Assuming this is true, is there a reason they would do this outside of an English version coming? Yes, because they don't want it to go overseas. There's no advantage to them selling it to people who cannot go to tournaments and events and market the game and make it harder for people to find the game locally. That doesn't benefit them in any way. Because, like, like just, I like, for Booster Set 2, May alone bought three cases, I think? Think about how many cases people have bought f- that will not go to card games or events or stuff like that. Selling the cards becomes minimal at that point when they're trying to amp up the game. So, it, it, well, because they did run out of the uh, first yeah. wave of the yeah. first they had to do like They had to do like three or four reprints over a month and a half to get those at the numbers they wanted them out there. They, they don't it, it it sounds strange to a lot of people, and it's if for something like the card game, they don't it, buying it does show support for the brand and everything. But for Bandai making a card game, they want people to buy it locally who are going to events, doing stuff, and who are interested in the card game. So yeah. Um, Balmung wants to know if a future one-off episode would be themed around horror genre, how would you like it to approach it? Which Digimon would like to appear? I, I feel like the one we just had kind of did that, to be honest. Like, it was very horror-themed and how Andromon sort of just kept coming at them and, wish, you know, they did the uh, the door thing where the door closes yeah, and you shut... I guess yeah. you could throw in some horror influences. I wouldn't call that a particular horror episode, I think. No, 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 more. it wasn't, but there was... the st- question is... It feels like the question is more towards if they're going to go with a straight up slasher fix style. See, I just that doesn't just doesn't fit the theme for me to be honest of the show. Mm. It it feels like they get closer to like encountering Devimon or eventually probably Vomdemon. They might like ramp that up. Yeah, like probably be like more like classic horror rather than just like. Axe murderer slasher. Yeah, it's it's gonna be well if they're doing all these Ghibli. I mean, they did all these Ghibli homages. Like you can see them doing like a I don't know a Helsing type of situation. Yeah, but anyway, the Digimon needs to be Daemon just because I need him in the anime more. Yeah, and Ramon wanted to know if DevQ is reading any manga right now. Slime. Yeah, the answer to anything is slime, to be honest. Well, to be fair, like, the uh, my local Barnes & Noble just opened back up, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And their selection is crap right now, so. <laughs> I mean, Dance in the Vampire Bund is excellent, but I am missing some sections in my collection for that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
go to one of the prepared ones. Someone wants to know Twilight Princess. Yeah. Someone wants to know why do I rarely link to Amazon Japan anymore for media pre-orders? Because it's hard for them to find stuff in Japanese, and the links were helpful, and shipping was cheap. The answer is is because for most of the stuff they won't let you order anymore because a lot of pre-orders on Amazon Japan are locked to Japan now just because shipping issues. So a lot of that it there's for something that you can find easily at CD Japan, Amy, Amy, HLJ, or any big bad toy store, there's no point in putting up links for where people can't order it. It makes sense when it's an online-only Japanese store, and that's it. When it's something you can find five other places, there's no point in putting up the Amazon link when and go, you can't order it, but if you wait until it's out, then you can. <laughs> So it's one of those where you just keep an eye on Amazon stuff, and if you want it from them, they'll put it up roughly when it's not pre-order anymore. Uh, Ramon wants to know, what's your opinion about Anime Log? It has nothing to do with us. As much as people have liked talking about it, it's, as I recall, it's basically an American-led anime licensor for YouTube that's basically only planning to go after shows that basically aren't licensable. Basically, yeah, this, this is the clearinghouse. Yeah, that's what it is. the pr- The problem is, is you if, have you have the clickbait people going. This is them. They don't want to deal with the American anime logs. American. It's exactly. This, this is where Atmon would have showed up if Crunchyroll hadn't picked it up. Basically, yes. It, it anything you've heard about anime log is almost certainly fake. It is. It's basically anime, like Ar said, anime clearinghouse. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's it for questions that were sent in. There was one more that had been sent in ahead of time, so we'll let chat have a minute to put more in. As Adventure 2020 goes on, do you think we'll get something more like a standard toy line? Um, It's hard to say because they've had so many like products distributed out widely, and because of the break and the show running longer... If they don't introduce toys until March, that's still with half a year of show to go at the minimum. So and stuff like the Shoto lines are standard toy lines. It's it's we're, not, we're just not getting you know g- general evolution figures, but for a lot of these, a good number of these characters, we got them just a couple of years ago as fancy ones. So it we're getting stuff. It's just we're not getting only Digimon Adventure branded stuff. It's Shoto branded. There's the card game branding. But we're getting a ton of stuff. Yeah, what I mean, you think? this is more than we've gotten yeah. for even Cross Wars when it was airing. Well, the first half of Cross Wars was packed with stuff. I mean, there were a and bunch of just, neat like, toys. dropped off immediately. Yeah, well, that's when all the... where we had the chart of what characters they intended to show up for the new, the plots got changed. I, it looks like those dropped off because they weren't going to match up with what would have been made. So, just nothing. But yeah, more stuff will continue to come out. It's just a matter of what it's going to be. You know, there's no question there, but I'll add on. What would you want the toy to be? If there was like a toy line, what would you actually want to see pop up? Hmm. Mm. Mm. I don't know. The standard toy line as you're talking about it is just so opposite of what I would be interested in like these are really the kid the marketing towards the younger audience type yeah. stuff so like, yeah, like the, and the really... shoto figures aren't that far off from just general action figures they're just 
cheaper. But they, yeah, they look nice. But they yeah. look nice and probably would look really good on a shelf. So yeah. Okay, it looks like there are no more questions sent in, so I think we'll call it. Uh, Ar, where can they find you? Digimon.firstagent.net is my review blog. First Agent ARP is my Twitter. DevQ, what article would you like everyone to read on Wikimon? Doromon, because Doromon is my favorite, and it is so fluffy. Didn't you pick Doromon last week? No, you picked Omegamon. Read Omegamon and Doromon. I thought you were going to suggest a different Omegamon this time. Ragnalord, Ragnalord Mon, the other Omegamon. <laughs> Yikes. I ha- yeah. I wanted to punch people when that came out because there was a terrible misspelling on one of Bandai's uh, media pages, so they immediately went and tried to rename it to what was obviously a horrible misspelling. What was the misspelling? Orgamon. Pregno <laughs> <laughs> Orgamon. Ageo just on Holly mode. Ooh. I believe that is one of the few times where Logic has actually won. I think that's one of the few times where Logic has won on Wikimon for that. Where Hollymon is like hidden under some trivia thing as, well, this is what the official name on the site, like someone like angrily put that this is what it officially is. And the page just says Holy mode. <laughs> Christmas-themed. Yeah. Uh, I, I can... still want to, like, hunt down and just smother with a pillow whoever decided that Mermuckusmon is more official than Mermuxmon. <sighs> Fun with English. <sighs> <sighs> so, are you saying that if I go and check the English episode titles for Adventure, it's going to be the official ones that Toei did and not translations of the Japanese names? Everything is suffering. Oh, I, I, I'm going to have to link you, though, so you can see where the if the English titles Toei used in English were like some weird cobbled together things of translations, translations of the English titles and stuff that was made up like Myota's Mon Magical Castle was one of them. And it was just like it, the, the episode titles made no sense at all, but those were like. Oh, this is the official English titles. Myotismon's Magical Castle. I'm actually looking up what the English episode title for that one would have been. Yeah. The Gateway to Home. Hmm. That one's not that inspired either. I was hoping for something better. Yeah, I... That's one of those things where we have to one day actually go through them because they're hilarious. Oh, I found the list I made! Okay, wait. Oh man, there's so many. Put um put them in the show notes or something. Yeah, I'm I'm linking you to those, and we'll each pick one before we go because these are just oh, okay. fucking hilarious. These are the uh... okay because I we actually I believe it was me and Vandy actually made the list where we compared the dub name, the Japanese name as was used by fans at the time, and then what the DVD box claimed the episode titles to be in English. Mm. Using the misspelling of Greymon, even. Jeez, these aren't even close. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of them, we don't know how they got some of these titles. Yeah. Turrymon. <laughs> oh, God. See, I'm we're all scrolling through to try to pick the one we want to go with. 
I'm trying um, to find one that's like completely detached from the original. Okay, I, I know though. I know which one Dev's gonna do. I, 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 I know the one that's gonna catch her eye as she scrolls down. Oh, my Otisman's Magic Castle is tough to beat. That is a really hard one to beat. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I think I probably found it. Okay, Dev. Uh. <laughs> Foxy Pico Dentron. Yes, that's exactly the one I knew you were going to go with. <laughs> that's exactly. Although, uh, Myotis Magical Castle sounds like a euphemism. That is yeah. just, yeah, that one. No, really... exactly. The instant I saw Foxy Pico Devimon, I went, that, that's going to be like catnip to death. The one mm. I'm going, the one, okay, the one I'll I'm going to. watch an anime called Pico. The one I'm going, <laughs> the one I'm going to go with just because it's hilarious. Gomamon's Rage. <laughs> I like that we have separate Sora in Danger and Hikari in Danger episodes. Yep. Sora in Danger I wanted to go with, but it just wasn't funny enough. Gomamon's Rage is great because even when Gomamon's upset, we don't like get much anger out of him. Okay, AR, you have to finish us off with a top choice. Good. Savorly Oman. <laughs> That's just a good. Oh, fuck. Cannot God. playing murder. God. I forgot how much I the love these. The funny man of the hell. I forgot how much I love these, and I'm so happy I scanned them because it's fighting ladies. Because here's the thing: it's not like the it's not like these are trend. These were actually printed on the box in English. The worst and- Digimon Apocalymon. And they put the little dash in between Digimon there. And Digimon. Oh, oh fuck, we can't. Yeah. Oh, love... Where Greymon versus yeah. Metal Gurumon. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, oh. I didn't even notice that one. In episode 43, Pinox playing murder. Pinox. Playing oh, fuck, murder. we can't. Pinox playing murder, everyone. Uh, we, will ca- we can't top that. We will catch you no. guys next time. <laughs> Anyone? Okay. Any any last ones? Anyone wants to go with? Oh, uh, Gate Gatemon Supercharge. I almost picked that. I, I almost picked that one until I saw Saint oh, And right before it's Gomamon Supercharge. Wait, did I typo or did they both actually do that? Could be both. Okay, thirty six and thirty seven. I'm um, thirty six. Gomamon Supercharge. Thirty seven. Gatemon I mean, that, Supercharge. Episode, that's that's it's a Zudomon's first episode, so it, it would work. Oh, if these are just fuck- really if they just lost their thesaurus for an episode. Oh fuck, these are amazing. Every these are really good. These uh, are so uh, good. I keep thinking we found the best ones, and then I'll scroll and be like, "Oh, it's it's so I, amazing." I just can we get off so I can crack up about fighting ladies? <laughs> oh wait, what? <laughs> that's what everyone remembers the episode. Oh my being. god, that actually. It, to be fair, that's kind of the Japanese title. It kind fair, of, but like that's of. that's one where you can sort of see the translation. I know that's why I didn't pick that one, but yeah, just I just love the fact that the, the, the dub was was kind enough and courteous enough to you know give it a respectable title like Joe's Battle. Okay, the Japanese was like, uh, no, no, we we know we know what you're why you're watching this okay. episode. Thank you, Waymon. We will catch you guys next time. Um, oh fuck, we're. We already did so all, good. all that. Yeah. Th- thank you guys. Thank you guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Apocalymon is the worst Digimon. Bye. Yes, he is. 
Did we lose you, Dev? I live. Say goodbye. I'll leave momentarily. Bye.